0: Sister it is so good to be back with you. I've got my cup of coffee I am settled in for the day. It is actually Freezing cold where my family lives, so we are inside for the day not going anywhere But that gives me time to come and have a little coffee chat with you today. I am so excited This is a difficult topic today but I'm excited to jump in because I think that you will find freedom. I think that if you do some of the things that I mentioned today, if you get out your journal, write through some of your answers to my questions, I think you might have breakthrough and freedom. And ah, I am praying for you as you listen to this. Super excited. So get ready. Here we go hey mama welcome to intimacy after infidelity do you find yourself googling can a marriage survive infidelity or what's the first step to divorce do you wake up full of hope only to end the day with more shame when there's another stupid argument again hey i'm christina joy forgiven daughter of jesus i too felt the shame of infidelity and wished someone had a road map for how to get out of the mess so i could experience freedom kept telling myself I just needed to try harder to end the affair and fix my marriage until I found I needed Jesus to heal some deep wounds in my heart. Through prayer, lots of research, and developing new healthy habits, I was able to find healing to shed my shame once and for all. Now I'm excited to share everything I've learned with you. So find your safe space and pop in that earbud. Let's rebuild your life and marriage better than it's ever been friend, would you agree with me that in this situation we find ourselves, it's really easy to feel alone and isolated. Like nobody understands, but I can't really talk to anybody about it either. It's hard. It's, it's a tricky situation, but I just have to give a shout out to my sisters that are showing up specifically in South Africa and Namibia In Croatia, Jamaica, Great Britain, Canada. Ladies, I see you and I want you to know you are not alone. We are creating community from around the world, whether a Facebook group or through Instagram messages here on the podcast. We are creating a group to say, I'm not the only one who has struggled. And I won't be the only one who has struggled in the future. There is community. And even though affairs and infidelity, it's a a difficult conversation to have, we can create safe spaces to talk together. So thank you for being here. Because yeah, this is kind of a one-sided conversation, but it only works because I know that you are there listening and tuning in. But that also reminds me, if you are looking for ways to plug in, if you're looking for ways to connect with me, please feel free to send me a message. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, but I show up most in our Facebook community. Uh, if you go on just the internet, facebook.com groups slash intimacy after infidelity, I'll have it linked in the show notes. But that's where you can find me. Uh, we are currently meeting every Tuesday night, you are welcome to hop in. We're kind of talking through a book called Fervent. But whether or not you have the book, hop on zoom, get that zoom link from me, come have some conversation. And again, be encouraged to know that you're not isolated. You're not alone. I want to offer an opportunity for people to come together And for all of us to just receive confidential, but kind and just compassionate conversation and friendship. So we are here for you. Now, let's jump in. Is it normal to miss your affair partner after the affair has ended? And my answer, yes, absolutely yes. But then it begs the question, Okay, so how do I deal with these feelings after the situation? Is it really okay for me to miss my affair partner and then what do I do with those feelings? Now, I just want to encourage you missing this person can be a really private experience. No one probably knew about your situation. Maybe a couple of people But what are you supposed to do now that you're feeling so alone? How do you hold that grief? And you may not have the support for all these emotions that are coming with the end of this relationship. Again, maybe one or two of your close friends knew, but that doesn't mean that they supported the situation or that they know how to support you now. And of course your spouse your spouse isn't there to necessarily give you comfort about this particular situation and to be honest if you told your spouse that you are missing this situation or this person uh, that would probably hurt your spouse very much they would probably be you know disgruntled about how you're feeling now and honestly Your husband might just be impatient for you to just move on. Why are we still talking about this? Why do you still have feelings? Just move on. We want to get past this. So this sort of situation actually has a name and it's called disenfranchised grief. What that means is this is a situation that society doesn't acknowledge as legitimate grief you know, people will tell you, just snap out of it. You shouldn't feel this way about this situation. So people don't see it as legitimate. And one picture that I heard that has always stuck with me, it would have been easier if someone had died, because at least they would have brought me a casserole and given me a hug. But in this situation, nobody's bringing me a casserole. Nobody really wants to sit with me in my, my tears and my anger and all of the emotions that we'll talk about. Nobody knows how to sit with me in that or how to hold my story. And so I'm here today. I want you to know that I honor you and I respect your feelings, whatever they are. So I want you to know this is a safe place to work through that. So I have kind of three different situations or three different thoughts that I want to talk through today, uh, depending on where you are in your journey of this relationship ending. So the first situation, if your affair has just ended, I would say specifically like within six weeks, you know, could could even be up to six months, but a very short time ago, this relationship just ended you are probably feeling all sorts of intense pain and sadness and resentment, maybe even jealousy or fear. Please allow yourself to feel those feelings. You have to carve out time and space where you can cry and get loud and messy with all of these feelings. Now, it's probably going to be excruciating, and extremely painful. And there might be times where you wish you could just crawl out of your own skin. But please feel everything. And I would ask, do you have any physical practices to help you feel those things? Let yourself walk through it without distraction or numbing. And what I mean by that, is I remember times where I would get in the shower and that's where I would just let myself cry and cry and cry. And I would journal, also while I was crying, but journaling helped me to get those feelings out. And also exercise, it was something physical where I could move my body as I was working through this. Now, I don't want you to find just a distraction, like, oh, I'm just gonna turn on the TV Or, oh, I'm just going to play a game on my phone. Or, oh, I'll just have another activity to put into my calendar so that I stay busy. All of those things, you know, they're not bad. But if they are distracting you from the authentic healing that you need, well, then it becomes a negative instead of a positive. So give yourself permission to fall apart, even just for a couple minutes. It will be worth it. I promise there is beauty in the mess right now. And if you need help with this, please reach out to me. This is exactly what I'm here for, to walk through the junk that you feel like you're sitting in. Okay, so the first thing, feel your feelings, no matter how intense they are. Second thing is that some people will ask, well, what do these feelings mean? Or what do they mean that I should do? You know, sometimes the end of a chapter is just really, really sad and painful and intense. And as people, we're learning how to deal with this emotional pain. And to be honest, it's sometimes really uncomfortable. And most of us don't know how to sit in an uncomfortable situation you know, we fidget, we want to get up and move. But sometimes we just have to sit where it's uncomfortable. Now, sometimes people think that our feelings have meaning if we just analyze it enough and decode it correctly. But I want to teach you something today. And that is that meaning comes from your thoughts, not your feelings. Your thoughts actually generate Your feelings. Feelings are just a a physical sense that we can summarize in one word about what we just thought. So, your circumstance does not cause a feeling, but it's what you think about the situation that causes your feelings. So, the question I want to ask you is what is the story you're telling yourself? about this situation. Are you telling yourself, I'll never find love again? Are you telling yourself that you're just so unlovable? Are you telling yourself that your marriage will just be lifeless forever? But let me ask, what if you believed that the ending of the affair, it was really sad, but your marriage could become even better than that? What if you thought that you experienced a unique love or lust with your affair partner? And now that you know that that sort of love is possible, what if you believed you could experience that again in your marriage? Well, maybe then you would feel courage to move forward in addition to feeling gutted by what just happened. So Ask yourself, what do you believe to be true when you are feeling those intense emotions? And what are you thinking about yourself or your affair partner? Or what, what do you think about the affair? What do you think about yourself in relation to the affair? What do you believe about the whole thing? What's your story? If you are feeling emotions that you don't want to keep feeling... Well, it's a good indication that it's time to change your narrative. Change your narrative and change your feelings. What am I telling myself is true about this situation? And I would also go a step further and say ask God, ask God what is his truth about you and the situation? your emotions are important sister your negative emotions the sadness the anger the grief they are just as valuable and important as your positive emotions like joy and happiness and this picture also helped me with what I was struggling with why was I feeling a certain way well what if feeling sad was As normal as a rainy season, or, you know, like today it's cold and snowing at my house, even though I don't love the snow and the bitter cold weather, if I accept it, I know that it's going to happen today and tomorrow will be different. Well, what if that was the same with your negative emotions? Well, they're going to happen today and tomorrow they'll be different. So we see that we can ride it out. And then it passes seasons change and your feelings change we also have emotional weather systems so recognize your feelings for what they are and accept it for a season let the emotional storm run its course it's going to be okay the Sun will come out again I promise And again, if you need help with uncovering your story or you need encouragement to ride out the storm, again, that's what I'm here for. Please reach out to me so that I can encourage you and just sit with you while you're walking through this. Okay, this third scenario I want to talk about is that sometimes people end their affair because they're stressed out, they feel guilty. Uh, They get caught or they just feel morally like it's it's the right thing to do. So I have to do this. Well, ending the affair seems like just the quickest way to solve the problem. And so people end the affair because they want to do the right thing. You know, maybe they want to stop being selfish. But later they find themselves still longing for their affair partner They are still wondering what would have happened if they hadn't ended things. Well, because the person is no longer actively lying or cheating, you know, they they feel better. Part of themselves feel bad, feels better, like they made the right choice. But sometimes we start to question the decisions. Should I really have left? Should I really have stayed in my marriage and recommitted to that? You know, we start to question these core decisions that we've made. So then oh, you can imagine all the emotional confusion starts. I feel bad. I feel sad. I feel confused. You know, I did the right thing, but why don't I feel good about that? So the resolution ending of the affair it still doesn't feel like much of a solution to the situation. Now, it is good to resolve a complicated situation, and it is good to put this ethical dilemma to rest. So hear me, ending the affair was the first right step. Okay, but why aren't my emotions catching up to this? Well, making a decision about something that's complex under pressure, it might not lead to the perfect outcome. If you end the affair without giving yourself permission to be honest with yourself, and without giving yourself time to figure out what you really want, well, you might have made a decision based on what you should do, but should never feels good. So how do I know if my sadness Is coming back from number two like it's just a natural response or how do I know if I need to go back and reevaluate my choices well first ask yourself why did you choose to end the affair and I want you to get a piece of paper and a pencil and list all of those reasons out why did you choose to end the affair if you don't know what those reasons were well, think about it right now, and if you can't come up with many reasons, or you know, if it's not clear, or the reasons aren't robust, or if you don't like any of those reasons, then it might be time to go back and revisit your decision. What was your decision to cut things off and to make this change? Many people are afraid of what would happen in their life if they didn't end it. People, you know, are afraid that they would ultimately end up in divorce or they would lose their family or, you know, as mothers, we would be afraid that we might not live in the same home as our children or what if there's financial changes or what if I would never find true love again? We have a lot of fears around this, but it's possible to examine your concerns or to analyze your thoughts without acting on them. Let me say that again. It's possible to examine your concerns without acting on them. Be encouraged. You're allowed to think without acting. It is possible and it is important to be honest with yourself without acting on your desires immediately or maybe ever. You can play out the situation in your mind or in your journal. You may consider getting a divorce, but it doesn't mean that that's going to happen today or next week. And if you do have a good set of reasons of why you ended the affair, it's time to work on letting yourself be sad about the relationship's end. It's time to digest the grief, loss, hurts for sure. But loss can also be very liberating. When you have that concrete why I ended the affair and why I'm committing to my marriage, there is freedom in that. And you can take what you've learned from the affair, from your experience, and integrate it into your life moving forward. Did you learn more about who you are as a person? Did you learn more about how you want to love or be loved? Did you learn more about yourself as a sexual creature? Integrate those things that you've learned into your present and future life. So you can take your experience that was negative and turn it into positive things that can propel you forward. So sister, choose To let yourself have a choice in your feelings. Check in with your thoughts about the end of the affair. What are you thinking about it? What story are you telling yourself? And watch your emotions change. Think about what does the past say about me? And what does that mean for my future? Even the most painful situations can become an opportunity for your growth and your transformation. And sister, I'll remind you, I am here to help. So many people say, I wish I had reached out sooner. I didn't know that I was struggling by myself for so long. But having community makes all the difference. Sister, I am praying for you. I love you. And thank you for listening and giving me the opportunity to sit with you. I hope that this helped. And if you need any help processing, please know that I'm here. Hey, Mama, I hope today's episode encouraged your heart. If you need to talk about this some more, would you send me a message at ChristinaJoyCoaching.com? Also, please take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It thrills my heart to know this podcast is helping you heal your heart so you can shed the shame of your affair. I am cheering for you, and I can't wait to hear your story. I'll meet you back here on Tuesdays and Thursdays for another episode. As always, be clothed with strength and dignity and laugh without fear of the future.